Hey everyone, thank you for choosing to spend time out of your day to listen to today's episode. I'm your host, Zachary Aaron, and let's get this playing. So today's guest, or tonight's guest, is Evan Hansen. All right, <laughs> we were just talking about this. Evan Hansen, he is, you're going to say you're handsome, right? Oh, yeah, 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 handsome. yeah, your mom would say you're handsome. Yeah, definitely. So it's Evan Hansen, my teammate, of course. Like, we wouldn't be in a hotel. <laughs> you know, we wouldn't be in a hotel by ourselves. No. So, I mean, <laughs> you never know. Maybe. But. Yeah, I mean, he is handsome. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so I just want the audience to know who you are. You're my basketball teammate, and that's really all they know about you. Uh-huh. So who are you, where are you come from, and why you're here? Yeah, so my name's uh, Evan Hansen. I'm from a small town in California. It's called Ridgecrest, made up about 28,000 people. Mm-hmm. And, uh... You know, Zach said we're teammates, so basketball brought us together, and that's what started our relationship, so, yeah. So, can you tell me a a little bit more? Because I know, I know that in high school, your dad coached you, Mm -hmm. and what I didn't know is that he went to that high school. Mm -hmm. So, can you talk a little bit about uh, that at Ridgecrest, right? Yes. So, my dad played for the same high school I did. Um, he, I played on JV my freshman year, which was not for him. That was from, or playing for a different coach, but sophomore through senior year, he was my basketball coach. Mm. And I mean, there were good times or bad times. <laughs> you want to go through those? <laughs> yeah, we can, we can jump into that. So, uh, playing for my dad was definitely hard for me and I guarantee you it was hard for him at times. Like, yeah, I think you know, growing up, everyone goes through those stages, like, oh, I know everything, like, mm-hmm. like, there's no, like, you can't tell me something that I don't already know, because, like, mm-hmm. every teenager goes through that, so, like, growing up, I was stubborn, and uh, he just wanted the best out of me, so he'd push me, and there were times I'd get mad, and then we'd fight, and not I'd want, fight. no, definitely not <laughs> yeah. fist fight, that might end bad for that? me, not, not, <laughs> not me, definitely not me, I would rely on the foot speed for that one. Oh, uh, you're running? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> But um, definitely times where we fought and argued and times where I wanted to just stop playing basketball because of it. And I guarantee you he just didn't want to coach anymore because it was so much stress. But mm-hmm. we had fun in the ups. Uh, definitely had fun. I enjoyed playing for him. And now, especially, like, on at the next level and not having him around as a coach, I realized, like, how good I had it yeah, and how, like, good of a coach he was mm-hmm. to me and, like, how he just wanted the best – for me mm-hmm. and he just wanted to see me succeed but like obviously at that time like I said I thought I knew everything yeah. so I didn't really think like I was like oh he's just being like just mean to me yeah he's just I cut being, on like, my son like, exactly like he's taking everything out on me because I'm his son like treating me not as fair as everyone else because I'm his son but now I see like it was all just for my benefit and I really wish like at times I can go back and redo it almost mm-hmm. and like play for him again because I think if I had the maturity and the intelligence that I do now, I think both of us would have enjoyed the experience so much more. Mm. And I like how you said that because for me, my dad never played basketball or organized basketball, Mm -hmm. but he has a sweet, uh, I was going to say sweet stroke, but (laughs) he has a sweet jump shot. But um, he taught me the game of basketball without really knowing it. Mm -hmm. So I just, like you said, going back, I wish I can go back and enjoy the little things of him going to get my boards. Exactly. When it was, he could have been working or, mm-hmm. you know, doing his walk. Yeah, exactly. But he chose to get my boards and mm-hmm. that just goes hand in hand, how a father figure can shape who you are. No, yeah, definitely. So is your dad is who inspired you to play basketball or was there yeah. someone else? So I actually played golf. Golf was my first sport. Oh, and we could just turn the podcast off. <laughs> <laughs> So no. me and golf, I don't know what it is. Yeah, you, I just get golf. Two, two back-to-back, huh? <laughs> yeah. Alex and then me. Yeah, just... No, so I, uh, I played golf I before. Didn't, I did not know this. Yeah. I really did not new, know this. New you. story for everybody. <laughs> no, so I played golf, and, um, you know, I was okay. I probably would have been was better you? if I, like, stayed with it, but I just didn't like have a passion for it I didn't want to sit on the driving range and hit balls like I just wanted to go play Mm. I'm like you're not going to get better like same with basketball like if you don't get in the gym by yourself you're not going to get better if you just go play open gym Mm. so I played basketball a little bit during the time and um, my dad played basketball his whole life and he didn't want me to play basketball because he didn't want 
like to feel that he forced me to pick that sport yeah. just because he played it. He wanted me to play something else and let the decision. It. Yeah, exactly. And let like me choose what I wanted to do growing up. And eventually, I was like, I can't do this golf thing anymore. Like I'm done. <laughs> so I started taking basketball serious, and I just fell in love with it. Like right when I touched yeah. the ball and started working out. So yeah, I definitely say he is the main reason. Like I think just in the blood, like love basketball, you know. Yeah. So. I think he's the reason, and like, obviously, I'm playing college basketball. I couldn't yeah. be happier. Like, in it worked my, out in, in my head. I made it, so like, mm -hmm. I'm very happy that I chose what I chose, and he kind of like laid the path down for me, but also let me choose what I wanted. What to you do. wanted to do, exactly. yeah. Uh, that goes hand in hand with my dad. Sorry to bring my dad up again, but that he loved baseball so much as mm -hmm. a child, or and he brought my brother to play baseball. But I saw it as like, man, forget that. I'm not gonna play baseball. Like, it's a boring sport. Mm -hmm. So I decided to play basketball and be the only basketball. You're not the only basketball player in your family, but mm -hmm. for me, yeah, I, I'm pretty much the only basketball player in my family. And then I have a cousin who plays hockey. Mm -hmm. But question, did your dad coach you golf or he um, didn't coach golf? or? So I would get, like, golf lessons. From your from, dad? No. no, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say, man, you just had your dad he, all around. No, he, play, he played some golf, but uh, he wasn't good enough to – Coach me. I, I played with him like he was like my partner when we'd go mm -hmm. play and we'd hit the driving range together but he paid for lessons for me yeah to you know obviously like if I was going to pick that he was going to do my family was going to do everything that they could to make sure I succeeded like if that's what I wanted to do mm -hmm. so they would pay for lessons for me take me out of town like Sheesh. let me play with like golf pros and stuff but um he was definitely like the main person in that sport as well just because I think like the father-son duo of doing all that together unbreakable and like him wanting to see me succeed so he was going to do everything he could and like be there for as much as he could just to like make sure i was doing well so talking about your dad so how's your how's your mom into the process because my mom that she knows what sports is but yeah. she's not the type to be like uh -huh. go set a screen you know yeah, I mean? no, like but, not the aau moms uh -huh, that you think uh -huh. of so how is your mom uh, kind of like inspire you to play the game or see from a different perspective? Um, she, I, I think she played like volleyball and stuff oh, okay. in so high she school did just, just to like play, but she wasn't like real big into basketball and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, she's very supportive, like very encouraging, like always make sure my head's up and like wise words and stuff just from like a mother, you know, mm -hmm. but she wasn't super big into sports. So everything with sports was kind of like, me and my dad but she's very supportive and encouraging and like wants me to succeed and sees my goals through and like she would be the person that when I was having issues with my dad like from a coaching standpoint like yeah. I'd go to her if I was like upset about something and she would see it from a different exa perspective exactly like not from a dad and a coach's per perspective, like just yeah. a parent perspective. Mm -hmm. Like that's how she'd see. You're being like, too hard on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she obviously she'd always side with me, like yeah. mama's boy stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, she's definitely one of my biggest supporters, and like I couldn't be more thankful for how like she is with the whole like sports and stuff. Mm. Yeah, because I would say my mom's perf or what was I gonna say my mom's very supportive mm -hmm. of it. But I think it's funny, like when she says a certain language of basketball i'm uh, like what did you just say yeah like she's listening mm -hmm. they're always listening mm -hmm. but that they don't know the yeah. concept of like kind of what we're going through but because mm -hmm. my mom was a cheerleader yeah. so you definitely know that kind of side mm -hmm. and i'm like mom you know like you know oh, yeah you're... definitely and like with me growing up and my dad coaching and like when i came to college my uh my dad stuck around at my old high school and coached Mm -hmm. So she would go to all of those games and watch like my dad coach and watch his team. And then every Thursday and Saturday have our games on watching our games. So she through the years have watched a lot of basketball and she's definitely mm -hmm. like more into it than she's yeah. ever been. So she's she's starting to understand it yeah. a little more. And she's definitely sacrificed because, oh, yeah. you know, having her husband, your dad mm -hmm. being a coach, definitely mm -hmm. like not at the house. Yeah. No, especially through yeah. when I was, like, playing AAU through, like, middle school and stuff. Mm -hmm. My dad was coaching at the high school level, and I'd have practices or tournaments out of town that he couldn't take me to or, like, make it to or watch or anything. So she would take off work and drive and me out of town yep. and take me to all my games and make sure I had water and food and, yeah. like, make sure I was all good to go for games and practices. So 
just she being de- there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My, my whole family sacrificed a lot. Being from a small town, mm-hmm. we didn't really have any AAU teams in my town, so I'd have to travel about two and a half hours to Los Angeles Sheesh. to play, and we'd have practice every single weekend. When season kicked off, we'd have tournaments every weekend, like out of state, Utah. She would drive me when my dad couldn't, so she's definitely made huge sacrifices mm-hmm. in making sure I was successful. And you haven't brought it up, but you're, uh, what's it called? Not a single kid. You're the only, only child. Chi- yeah, only yeah, child. Only child. So how does that partake in? Because like you being the only child, your parents would like want the best for you because mm-hmm. they can't give it to another. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like if they yell at my brother, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get the end of it. Mm-hmm. But since it's only you, my brother would only get the. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no doubt. So how does that go hand in hand with with sports? I guess. As far as sports go, I definitely think being an only child benefited me mm-hmm. because with my dad coaching, if he wasn't there, my mom was there. Mm. I feel like if I had like a brother or a sister or something that was... A little AAU game. Yeah, <laughs> like doing sports as well, it would be really hard for them to manage because like my dad would be out of town with the high school coaching and my mom would either have to take me or have to take my brother or sister. So like, mm. I feel like being an only child definitely benefited me to be where I am today because they only had to focus on one person and give their everything to one person. So. Yeah, that's pretty right on. Yeah. And so today we were kind of talking about it at spirit life or church, Mm -hmm. whatever people call it. And we were talking about how I thought of it, how your dad adapted to everything that you were doing and you brought up. So like we had spirit life and the zoo was our guest. So, you know, we started seeing all the animals and you were like, yeah, I've killed a few animals. I'm like, what? I never knew you were hunting mm-hmm. or hunted. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know more about that because I've never been interested. I mean, I played video games, so, uh-huh. but I've never been interested to be like, I'm going to kill that bunny or uh-huh. like the, you're already getting those eyes of like, yeah. I, are you going to shoot me? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, I just want, I want people to hear that story mm-hmm. of like, so, you're not just a basketball player. Yeah. You're all golf uh-huh. everywhere. Yeah. So I grew up always fishing with my dad my grandpa like love fishing and stuff and then one day i don't know what in the world was going on had to have been like watching a youtube video or looking at something (laughs) when i was young yeah something like that (laughs) and i walked out to my dad and i was like dad like i want to start hunting like i think that'd be really cool for us to do (laughs) and he was like well okay like yeah we'll figure it out somehow so we handed you an (laughs) ak-47 So we started going through like all the like safety and all that stuff and went and took our hunter safety courses and oh, wow. did all that stuff, got our hunting license and started getting into like hunting. And after the first few times we started bird hunting together, like dove and quail, stuff like that. So after the first couple times that we did that, my dad was like, this is like awesome. Like it's something that you and I can bond over mm-hmm. and has nothing to do with basketball. Yeah. Like we can get away from basketball for a weekend, go yeah, out in the wilderness, <laughs> go out in the wilderness and just, you know, like hang out, be together, like mm. just me and you, no phones, like no service. Like it's just us bonding and hanging out. So I think like having that activity to do together and not have to think about basketball, talk about basketball do anything and just mm-hmm. be outdoors together, having fun, doing something that we both fell in love with when we started doing it. I think having that like really kind of, we, we've always had a good relationship and like mm-hmm. basketball never affected that relationship. But I think that just like kind of took it to the next level, something that we could do. And he'd be like, Hey, like we have this weekend off, let's take it off from basketball. Let's go hunt or like, let's mm-hmm. go fish. Let's be outside, put the phones away, hang out together for like a couple days. Just you and I. Oof. I don't know if I would hunt because I <laughs> I love animals, but then I feel like you know I'm behind that mm-hmm. behind that trigger. I'm gonna be mm-hmm. trigger happy. No, yeah. But definitely. can you explain to our audience about your your first your f- I'm not gonna say your first kill, but your first. I remember target? it. I remember it actually. So I think I have a picture somewhere. I was like, I was three, thir- twelve <laughs> or thirteen years old maybe, and me and my me and my dad went to. Uh, this like pretty popular dove hunting spot you know what a dove is yeah yeah the white bird yeah yeah. for the funerals and you're killing them (laughs) not the white ones those are pigeons oh okay okay the little white pigeons at their least no so dove are the ones that make the little whistle in the morning 
Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The, the ones I hate. They're like I gray. Like yeah, yeah. They're singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went to a pretty popular Dove spot, and there was like probably ten or fifteen other people there, just like lined up on a tree line, shooting into like a field, and like not at each other. Everyone shooting one way. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, that might go bad. So uh, yeah, we were, we went there for the first time. Didn't really know like anywhere to go. It was our first time. Had just got our hunting licenses. Wanted to kind of like see what was going on, mm-hmm. and. I shot my first dove and went and got it and like picked it up off the ground and like was holding it, like looking at it. My dad thought it was like the funniest thing in the world. It was a little like 12 year old boy just shot his first shot bird, bird and I just like ran right up to it and picked it up yeah. and was like ready to put it in my vest and like keep going. <laughs> and I still have the picture of me holding it. Ready for Thanksgiving. Got, like, a nice little <laughs> hat on, my camo vest and stuff. Thought I was yeah. like the coolest person in the world. So yeah, I still have that picture somewhere. And after I did that, because like I'm an animal lover too, like yeah, have a dog, had a dog all the way growing up. Like mm-hmm. I've had one every single year of my life. Like I love animals to death. But something about birds, it's like <laughs> birds is like, I you know like I'm not gonna like parakeets and like parrots and stuff that yeah. you can have as a pet, but like you know like wild game and stuff like that. Like I think there's a difference. So and. We always have a rule, like, if we're going to shoot and kill something, like, you got to eat it. You can't just shoot mm. it and leave it there. Like, oh, that's thank that, you, that's man. wrong, you know? So I know like, I'm safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, that's wrong. And yeah. birds, like, I don't know if you've ever had dove, but dove breast, a little salt and pepper, pan fry it. It's, it's good. real good. They're like little <laughs> oh, chicken nuggets, no. but dark meat, so much better. I promise you. No. You got to, one day, we'll try it together. Have you heard of, um, I forgot what his name is, but he's a famous YouTuber, and he does, like, these... He goes to different parts, like he'll go to Africa, he'll go. But the famous video that I saw of him eating a monkey, and I was like... I I think that might be a little too far. Yeah, yeah. Because he was saying There's some animals out there that I just... Yeah, because he was saying how nasty it is because how close it is to our kind of Mm -hmm. muscle. Mm -hmm. So he said if if that's what humans would taste like, he's pretty sure that's what he tasted. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I would never eat... No, Monk. but if that's no. what if that's all you got, like if that's mm-hmm. all you got is dove, yeah, you're gonna it's eat like it. dove, quail, chucker, pheasant, ducks, mm. stuff like that. And then, what's your favorite? Like, what's your favorite? Like, when you go hunt, what's your favorite? Like, I'm gonna eat this. Um, anything like fishing or ooh, fishing. I've done some pretty cool fishing, like Alaska. Oh, you told me, yeah, yeah, ocean yeah. fishing. You told me that you did. Um, Tuna, yeah, right. Tuna, tuna fishing. Tuna fishing. Go to Alaska, like lingcod, halibut, salmon. You guys eat it on the boat? No, no? Uh, sometimes we have before, like caught a tuna, got it into the boat, filleted it right there, and ate sashimi. You know what sashimi, sashimi? is, right? Like no. raw, raw fish. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like, but like fresh out of the ocean. Like, oh wow! Came onto the boat five minutes ago, and it's... cut it up, dip it in some soy sauce. Like the freshest, <laughs> you just got soy sauce in your pocket. Freshest, <laughs> the freshest sashimi you will ever have in your life. So we've done that before, but hunting, I'd probably say chucker's my favorite, and then fishing, mm. I'd probably say salmon. Mm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to Hawaii? I've never been to Hawaii. No? I want to go. We went on a little boat as a family, mm-hmm. and the water, I'm guessing that's how the water you saw, like, just the bluest. Oh, yeah. It's not like the California beaches, mm-hmm. but, like, the bluest of blue water, like, dolphins were next to us, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I would fish here. Yeah. Like, I'm not really a big fish guy, because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I, I preach, like, meditation and mm-hmm. silence, but, like... Just the dread of like, oh my, just something bite my yeah, hook like, already. Please, like I just yeah. want to catch something. I've yeah. been sitting out here probably, all day long. Yeah, it's probably just because I'm putting warm. Mm-hmm. But you know, my my Theo who used to always take us fishing, mm-hmm. we would because I was a big fisher back then. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but when they would stock it at certain parks, we mm-hmm. would be the first one there. Yeah, and it was just catfish mm-hmm. and like carp or mm-hmm. what is it, carp? Carp, yeah, yeah. And they would do stink bait, and that's mm-hmm. like I hate that smell to this day because. Oh, like all over my hands. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Like it's there's, no, there's nothing worse. Yeah. And nothing I'm like, just worse. give me one of those rubber, uh, like the, the fake ones. Give me a lure. I'll, yeah. I'll throw that around. Yeah. I don't want my hands to stink. Yeah. But the funniest story is that my Theo was, it was at, um, have you ever been to Rio Vista? I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever been. Oh, so there's Rio Vista fishing and there's a bridge. Mm-hmm. And the funniest story that happened to us was that it was me, my brother, and my uncle. And he's fishing and I'm not with, you know who I am. I'm always talking. Mm-hmm. So you're not supposed to talk when you're fishing. So I'm literally asking my Theo, like, when are we eating dinner? When's this? When's that? Like, you know, all the who questions. Mm-hmm. And as soon as my last question hit, I was like, I'm done after this question. As soon as I said my last question, 
the the our pole, his mm-hmm. pole came out of the hook that was in the ground uh-huh. and just flew. <laughs> and then to this day we like joke around like that fish is probably swimming with the with the pole in his mouth still connected. Mouth, <laughs> yeah. Pole's just warm. going through the water with it. Him and his warm are best friends. God, that's funny. Yeah. But we've never been fishing because he had stories. Mm-hmm. But I've always wanted to go fishing mm-hmm. like out there. Mm-hmm. Nothing you know nothing's around. It's just you, water. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I would love. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like the sit in the grass or on the Mm-hmm. What are those chairs called? The folding chairs. The fold, yeah. Fold yeah, and I'm chairs. like, oh, I I just hate it. Yeah. No, I like I like bass fishing because you gotta mm. gotta work a little harder and yeah. I mean, I wait a little I've, longer. Yeah, I've never been to uh, anywhere where they stock bass. So they're all natural fish. Uh huh. So I love doing that. Got to work for them a little harder. You're always like moving, like you know, they have like jerk baits, crank baits, like yeah. spinner baits. Well, you know like, your you know your stuff. Oh yeah, I've been fishing for quite you got, a while. I got a thousand dollar pole. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're using the push button? <laughs> yeah. But um no, I like I like that kind of fish and I think it's pretty relaxing just like out there with the yeah. nature, hear water running, you know, like And like you were saying, catch you just fish. Get away from yeah. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like work mm-hmm. of course. Work for us is basketball. Yeah. No, it's definitely nice to have hobbies outside of basketball and just mm-hmm. take that like mental break it's obviously nice to take a break everyone's getting older everyone's knees and backs are yeah so you know, starting to get that shot, folding chair. like <laughs> i think my favorite part about it is like the mental break that you get and you like, yeah. don't have to think about a reset basketball and you just get to like go and really not think about anything did you ever join any like tournaments with fishing mm-mm, or hunting mm-mm, mm-mm. have you seen like those hunting ones oh, yeah there's like I was reading on this Africa, uh, like in Africa, mm-hmm. and you pay for what you wanna, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's the like if you want to go kill a zebra, you gotta pay yeah. two thousand or I don't. I think mean, it's you have 2, to do that in Arizona too. Oh, you do. Like, uh, I thought it was just in other countries. Mm-mm, for like deer and elk or you gotta pay for it before you kill Havelina, it. mountain lion stuff like that. You have to go get like a oh, specific wow. tag for that animal. And if what happens go, if you don't? You get in a lot of trouble. Oh, a lot wow. of trouble. If you illegally kill an animal, you get in a lot of trouble. Oh, so it's just like, um, not murder, but what is it called? Uh, like animal cruelty. Yeah, yeah, almost. that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if That's I wanted crazy. to go up to Flagstaff and try to shoot a deer one day, like, I have to go to Walmart or Bass Pro or somewhere like that and get a, a deer tag on top and of my hunting license. And you can kill any deer. And then there's regulations, like, the f- antlers have to be, like, a certain amount of forks or, like, however Uh, long you can't shoot like a spike you can't shoot a doe stuff like that it all depends on like the state and stuff but there's that's crazy i didn't know that yeah so you got to be really smart they like limit the populations the size like all that stuff yeah because like would they be able to kill like a baby deer no huh Mm -mm. because they wouldn't want to kill an old old i don't know have you ever hunted like deer Mm -mm. no never big game hunted i want to one day, he said, I want to. <laughs> deer and all that stuff's in the winter, and that's when basketball is. So, Oh, so it's hard to... Yeah, it's real hard to like kind of time it all out. <laughs> yeah, I can't just, go, huh? Coach, I'm going to take a week yeah, off. I, I gotta, got dinner for us. I got to go glass and stock and find <laughs> yeah. the deer I want to shoot and then go shoot it. I'm going to so. get a deer tag. Yeah. Hey, I'll grow you up a really good steak when <laughs> yeah. I get back, though. I promise. It's going to be oven roasted yeah. in the air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, though. Have you like What's your biggest either catch like pounds and don't lie to me because i know you know he told me i i cut a big one um, <laughs> like what's your biggest catch or what's your biggest i think my biggest kill. fish ever is in alaska caught like a well a hundred pounder <laughs> no so well yes it was a hundred pounds so we're it's called a chicken patch chicken they're patch. like little like 15 to 20 pound halibut Mm. and it's a little like closer to the shore where you fish for those and it's just to get the boats limit so they could post good numbers online you know Mm -hmm. so at the end of our day i was eight years old when this happened we were in alaska and it was at the end of our day we went to the chicken pastures to try to finish our limits and you know get back in start cleaning the fish stuff um so we're expecting like 20 25 sometimes you'll get like a 50 60 pound halibut mm-hmm. and i like hook something and my rod just straight down and like Jeez, i like the like the tv show like yeah, it bends like i'm struggling to hold it my dad's like posted up on the boat like this holding like the uh. rod for me i'm eight years old like 
it could have been 40 pound halibut. They fight hard, but we get it to where we can see a little bit of color and yeah. we notice it's not a halibut and it just dives straight back down. So I'm fighting this thing for probably like 25, 30 Your minutes. Your dad lets you fight it with oh, yourself. Yeah. He was like, you're doing it. I'm not doing <laughs> yeah. it. Cause a couple <laughs> years before that, he caught 181 pound halibut Jesus. and it took like 45 minutes, him and my grandpa switching off of fighting it. 40 minutes. About, yeah, 45. So to catch a fish. Oh yeah. They fight, dude. They're crazy. <laughs> um, but so we see I'm a little bit of color, <laughs> and the water. I'll get to that part. Oh, okay. So um, we see a little bit of color, dives back down, and our boat captain, his name was Marv, old dude, and he was cranky. He was mean, right? Yeah. But I was a little kid. What was he going to do to me, right? Yeah, push you overboard. Yeah, so I'm just, <laughs> I'm fighting this thing. You know, I'm exhausted, <laughs> like muscles tired. I'm already sore. And he thinks it's a huge halibut. Because we see color, but we don't see, like, what it is. Everything's got a white yeah. belly, basically. So he goes in the cabin and grabs his shotgun. Because if you catch that big of a halibut, you have to shoot it before you bring it into the boat. Because they're so strong. And when they're flopping around, like, they'll snap your leg right in half. Oh, damn. They're that strong when they're flopping around. So he goes to get his gun, thinking it's a halibut. And I get it up, and it's a skate. What's I don't know. A, a skate's a skate? like a ugly stingray. Oh man. Like a like a horned nose, but it's a ray, just like a stingray. Nope. This thing's probably like 130 pounds, massive. Finally get it up to the boat. You can't keep those. Yeah. So we're all like looking at it like super upset because like it's not a big halibut. It's this big ray that we yeah. have to cut the line and let it go. Marv's all excited because he thinks he can post a big old halibut on his website. He he's got his gun, he's ready to shoot it and stuff. So it's a skate. So that's my biggest fish not kept. My yeah. second was this past summer when we went to Alaska. I caught like a, I think it weighed at like 88 pounds, a halibut. Dang, 88 yeah. pounds? Yeah. And then my dad on that same trip caught like a 115 pounder, and they had to shoot that one. Your dad's got to be cheating. He's got to be putting he's like. Putting, he's, dipping, he's putting halibut he's on He's dipping the, his bait in something. Yeah. Throwing it down there. And. Yeah. <laughs> mustard and yeah. stinky stuff that relish <laughs> so back to stingrays i actually got have you ever got bitten by or not bitten stung by a stingray so i was in san diego this yeah, past summer too. with my girlfriend and her family and i was with my girlfriend's family too. yeah <laughs> and we were in the ocean swimming mm -hmm. and some dude like 20 yards to our left like screams and everyone's like what happened what happened and he like runs out of the water he's like i got stung by a stingray yep and i'm like oh like there's no way, like, bad luck, right? I'm walking out to go catch a wave to boogie board, step right Bro, on a stingray's Bro, I was boogie boarding, too. Right yeah. on a stingray's head, and it, like, fluttered. I felt it flutter. Yeah. Scared me so bad. Jumped on my boogie board, went back in, didn't go in the ocean the rest of the trip. Me neither. Because I, did, I didn't want to risk it. So I didn't yeah. get stung. But oh, I you felt 100 it. But I 100% stepped on its head. Yep. Because I felt it flutter, and I, like, felt it swim away. And I was terrified. So yep. I did not get back in the ocean. But no, I've never been stung by one. Yeah, because I was, I was boogie boarding. And my girlfriend at the time didn't know how I like to catch. I don't know how to catch waves. I mean, I don't know how to catch waves. But like boogie board is easy. If, you know, if a surfer yeah. can, I'm like, all right, you can do mm -hmm. you. But I'm teaching her like, you know, you got to jump with the wave. Mm -hmm. It takes you. You know, I think I'm cool. So then as, I, as I'm passing her, this, <laughs> her the, the boogie board, I feel this like, like thing attack i thought it was seaweed at first mm -hmm. but then it like went in and attached because mm -hmm. it's like they're barbed yeah they're like yeah because it's a yeah it's mm -hmm. a tail mm -hmm. and then there's a mm -hmm. a bar that goes off yeah. of it and when i tell you i thought i like was gonna die because bro i was so scared because i thought i got bit by a shark i was like oh my god i'm dead <laughs> like there goes back it was before my freshman year so mm -hmm. i was like there goes basketball it's all the bad thoughts yeah <laughs> i was like bro happens. and i start like limping but Funny thing is, like, an hour before that, we had lunch with her parents, mm -hmm. and her dad was saying, like, oh, we always sucked it up with our daughter, like, because she played softball, mm -hmm. and we were like, you know, you got insurance, like, don't worry about it, like, talking all this, like, you know, like, my daughter's strong and all that, and then first one, first guy to go to the lifeguard, he run, I look up, and he's running to the lifeguard back to come get me, and I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, man, you were just talking, like, big game, but I was, the lifeguard was saying, or the lifeguard was saying we can get the ambulance. And my leg was numb. And I guess I had to go back to the Airbnb mm -hmm. and put my foot in hot boiling water. And when I tell you I was, like, mad at my girl, mm -hmm. my girlfriend, because it would take her forever to, like, 
she was taking her time doing the hot boiling water to the thing. And I had to put my foot, like boiling water, my feet were burning, like mm-hmm. third degree, and put it in my, in the pot. And you could just see like the, not the venom, but the stuff come uh-huh. out. And I was never again. Did the bar like, break in your foot? No, it didn't. Because I think that's when they said that that's when the ambulance mm-hmm. needs to come mm-hmm. to take it out. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do it yourself or mm-hmm. something. And never again. And we looked it up and the beach that we were at was like the most stingray. And I was like. What beach was it? I don't know. <sighs> mission? I We were near Mission. Because yeah, I know there was a dog. Was. There's a dog one. There's like a doggy, mm-hmm. you know, like it says on the maps. I remember mm-hmm. seeing it. And then right next to it was like everyone in the f- the reviews said, stingrays, watch out. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> like first time in the beach. Like I was like, oh, I'm, I'm like that. Right? should have read these reviews before we <laughs> yeah, came here. I'm like that. And the stingrays probably just waiting because you're supposed to shuffle your feet. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I don't live in Cali. Mm-hmm. So I was like probably stomping and it just like, bro, get off my head. And it just stung me. And I was <laughs> Dude, I was I almost cried, but I didn't. I should. If it was my mom, I would have been crying. Like, but good thing we we're at Airbnb, so we can get hot water. Yeah. Because if not, I would have probably passed out. Would have been a little worse. Yeah. But I spent that whole that whole day watching um, Love Island. Okay. Which is, which is a, a good show. show. I was like, I was like, damn, this Love Island. <laughs> you know, I'm over here watching gossip while my foot is just in a pot. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was a good show because yeah, it was like bad. the UK Love Island. Yeah, and it was like it me was and my good. girlfriend watched all that together. Yeah, I kind of got dragged into that, but I it, I, mean, I didn't get dragged in. I was I was just laying on the couch with my foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the venom definitely got me. I bet. Yeah, it's probably a painful one. It was. So, what I'm gonna ask is, what's at the top of your bucket list? And this could be anything. Like you want to go fishing this place with your that like anything what's at the top of your bucket list top of my bucket list a concert i know you're a big uh zach bryan big zach bryan fan yeah huge zach bryan fan he wants to be vip pass if zach bryan's listening um top of my bucket list just probably staying on the topic like wanting to do stuff with my family Mm. probably go back to alaska but try to convince my mom to come with us and hang out with oh, us because okay. she's not like she didn't go last, she's, last she, didn't, she hasn't ever been with us she's not real into like fishing and all that mm. but i think if she came she'd love it just because like how do you not love alaska yeah. like trees snow water like everything uh-huh. animals bears moose like everything it's just so nature exactly like loving so i'd probably top of my bucket list is to go there with them two and my grandpa just mm. get get the family there and Hang out with everybody, do some fishing, and just have some kinda, time with yeah. I kind of want to. I kind of want to explore because every More time of it, yeah. Every time we're there, it's always like get here on a Monday, fish Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, fly back Sunday. So like, there's not really much downtime. So yeah. I, I'd kind of like to, you know, do. Obviously, I love the fishing, but like, do a little more. Just around outside the, of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You so see, you like don't burn out. Mm-hmm, like, see, oh. see different like towns like go look for yeah. moose because the towns are like, like on that. the water kind of mm-hmm. and yeah. it's weird because when i see videos and pictures of alaska it's always like a certain filter you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. like it's like not dark but it's well in like the, a blue it's like twilight in the like summer in the summer it never gets dark and in the winter it doesn't get sunny so it just stays it stays dark so how do you go to how do you go to bed you gotta everywhere has blackout curtains for the summer. Oh, wow. Everywhere you go, I have a blackout That'll curtain. That'll drive me crazy. Houseboats, blackout curtains. Hotels, blackout curtains. Cabins, blackout curtains. Like, everywhere. And this is, like, well, all the mountains, and mm-hmm. it's, like, free roam. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't know if I would like it. It's a great place. I love it. Because I say I love the city, but, like, mm-hmm. I would much rather see, like, mountains around me, mm-hmm. the water. No, it's awesome. It's different. Different than anything I've ever seen. Like, I've been up to, like, northern, northern Idaho, mm-hmm. like, closest to canada you can be without being in canada, in canada and yeah. it's alaska's just Beautiful. different level and i heard when you fly into alaska it's very like windy mm. was that true i heard it from a video and so it was like if you before you travel the turbulence is really bad when you're about to land and i was like so how did they do that <laughs> we're both scared of yeah, terrified of planes. yeah terrified we are terrified of planes um i don't remember the first time i flew in there when i was little but this most recent time it wasn't it wasn't that bad it, it was actually pretty smooth yeah because i like you said hate flying like 
Yeah. Would much I rather much rather drive like get sweaty, anxiety, like don't like it. Mm-hmm. And that's like a I don't know what it is. It's like a six hour flight. Oh, it's only six hours mm-hmm. to Alaska. Mm-hmm. So we would do like from Oxnard to Spokane, and then Spokane to Alaska. Oh, okay. So it's split up like two hours fifty minutes, and then like three and a half ish. Oh, I thought it was like more. It's, I don't know why it's I really not it. that bad, but. So that last like three and a half hours, I'm like checking my phone every five minutes, like seeing the little airplane thingy on the, yeah. you know, are we making yeah, it? Yeah, like and how far right everywhere. And, yeah, it was pretty good. Because like, Hawaii I to Hawaii is six hours. Mm-hmm, it's the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I know when you land in Alaska, it's water, airport, water. Oh. I hate flying over water. That's you don't like, like it? I dude, it was so hate when it. I did Hawaii, it was so peaceful. Like I would have. This sounds crazy. But You'd I rather would, crash into water I'd than crash land. In water. I the would, water I was would so too. beautiful. Yeah, no, I, I definitely would too, but like, I just don't know what it is. Like, yeah. Water, runway water. Like, I just, <laughs> the pilot just don't cut it. it short. Don't go long, please. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but no, it wasn't that bad. I think I'm starting to get over my fear of airplanes. Yeah, but then right when you get over, it's like we don't go on a plane for two weeks and then it just comes it's like a i'm gonna get over it this trip and then we're not gonna fly anywhere until next year yeah and then it's like it's gonna come back yeah it's gonna come back and we're gonna be thinking about this podcast and you talking yeah we're gonna watch this episode and i don't know well i was over it now i'm not i don't know what it is because i know i said it was like the fear of the unknown Mm -hmm. but planes are just like you're just in the air i don't know and you have no control you have no control of what ha- what's happening. Exactly. The like, air, what's happening. Driving, I'm scared when I'm passenger with somebody because I have no control. But when I'm driving, like, I'm comfortable. Like Yeah. Like, maybe you just need to fly a plane. Exactly. <laughs> the biggest thing I'm scared of is crashing into birds and then birds <laughs> making... Like, that's the biggest... And that's a coincidence because you were talking about how you kill birds. So, I hope by the time this podcast is out that I'm still listening. And I hope... <laughs> commercial airlines are built strong enough to take to, down a dove yeah. in the air well did you ever hear about the utah jazz team of how they crashed into birds and the, they thought they were done in the nose yeah yeah that was like a flock yeah that was a lot of birds yeah that had a <laughs> it was all evans just aiming at them <laughs> they no, actually yeah. ran away from evans gun There's, you know flying's definitely scary but i think i'm starting to get over it a little bit so speaking of fears and fears and like weaknesses that you have what's your achilles heel basically because achilles you know his his achilles was mm-hmm. his weakness mm-hmm. and i'm asking you like as a person as a player what do you think don't say as a player because you're gonna be on the scout <laughs> if you say your weakness but oh my yeah, god i, I can't dribble i can't dribble <laughs> yeah i can't dribble so guard me like this yeah but no, like um, what's your big like what's your biggest weak spot or weakness i think I'm scared of not being good enough. Mm. I think that's my biggest fear. I think I'm not scared of like failure. Failure, yeah. Because I think that like helps you out in yeah. the long run. Because we failed so much. Exactly. As athletes but and stuff. I think I'm scared of like not being enough to like family, friends, coaches, teachers, mm-hmm. like just everything. And are you saying that in a sense of like that you don't have no more or not not that much time to give to like family and teammates, or is it just like a not that I think I want to make everyone proud mm. so i think i i think that's a better way to yeah. put it i'm my my biggest fear is not making people proud or like the ones i love most proud so like close friends like parents yeah my coaches like all those people i think like if at the end when i'm done with it and i can look myself in the mirror and say like i didn't make them proud like that would like kind of like take a toll on me you know what yeah. i mean so what about are you making yourself proud or because you know like as athletes we're always trying to it's so hard to be like yeah we want our own worth and stuff mm-hmm. but like really coaches mm-hmm. have our power mm-hmm. our parents have over our power especially us being so young mm-hmm. 20 year olds and just like all that mm-hmm. but are you saying in a sense of like i want to make them more proud than i am mm-hmm. i'm proud because like for me like that's how i used to think of it and i had to go to through like a transition of like okay none of this i mean it all matters but like in five years from now, I'm not going to be like, this happened on this day. And I was, mm-hmm. you know, like, was I happy during the moment? Mm-hmm. I think so. I can definitely, like, 
honestly tell myself that I'm proud of myself because mm-hmm. I can like not lie about it and look myself in the mirror yeah. and say I have zero regrets with yep. anything that I've done like whether that's not working hard enough in basketball or school or like spending time with my family mm-hmm. friends like doing things that like you enjoy and that you love. I enjoy that benefit me benefit the people around me like mm-hmm. make myself a better person make people around me like better people mm-hmm. I think I could tell myself that I'm doing all of that right now so I think I would be able to tell yeah. myself that I'm proud of myself yeah. because of all that. Yeah, because like if it was like our deathbed, I would much rather be like, okay, because like all the people that you named, if everything goes right in life, like you're going to be the last one. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I wouldn't want to be on my deathbed and be like, oh, I'm not. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know how those sad, like, soft stories of mm-hmm. like, I should have found more happiness in this. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love that now we're in a generation of we can think about stuff mm-hmm. in that way of like, we know this is coming. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think like living your life and doing everything you can to make sure you don't regret anything that you did is Oof. like a big part of it. Cause like, obviously not everything's going to go your way or you're not yep. going to do everything right, but like your plan. Exactly. But like you, no plans going to go like perfect. Yeah. Like there's going to be bumps in the road. Yep. Like there's going to be problems, all of that stuff. But like, I just think if you work as hard as you can and do everything you can to, like, make sure the end goal is, like, what you want it to be and, mm-hmm. like... That it's going to lay, like, a foundation of being, like... I've always felt like if you put in the work and stuff, it's always going to follow. Yeah. Not, like, the corny, mm-hmm. like, uh, what's it? KD. Mm-hmm. I hate the whole KD situation right now. But, like, KD of, like... Talent hard work pays yeah. off stuff like that yeah well but it like, does but like yeah in a sense of like you know that you're doing it so mm-hmm. that you're ready mm-hmm. but like if someone was like you know get in the game and they never put in work it's like yeah they you know. gotta, it, that's like you gotta put your fourth effort if you if you prepare for like what's coming then you're not gonna like be as scared of be scared or like yep. be like dang like i should have done this better or done more of this mm-hmm. to like prepare me for this moment because like then like you're screwed you're going to be thinking about all that, like, thinking yeah. about the past. It's like going into a basketball game or, like, playing, like, someone who's really, really good. Like, you, all the time you put in in the gym by yourself, yeah. like, you're ready for that moment. Yeah. Like, you prepared, like, the results are going to be what the results mm-hmm. are, but, like, you worked as hard as you possibly could to, like, for ready yourself moment. for that moment. Yeah. So, like, th- you can't, like, dwell on the result or, like, be mad at yourself because, like, you did everything you could Mm -hmm. and then again you don't know what they've put in exactly they might have not even put as much work as you Mm -hmm. and i just feel like the pieces will lay out Mm -hmm. of like evan hansen over them Mm -hmm. you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. and i've always thought of it of like not like energy but like you know how we always talk about how like energy could take someone like if i walked into a room and i was like mad and sad and i'm usually like the uplifting like, and people every, are going to no, notice, notice like, Zach, what's up? Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like in basketball, when everything is right and everyone's synced, and then, mm-hmm. you know, that's when we bloom, mm-hmm. when Avin Hansen blooms. <laughs> yeah. But I, that's good that you know that because you're only a sophomore. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I was a sophomore, I was, like, that's all I was saying. I had to make that transition of, like, okay, I got to change my mindset on certain things. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, that just comes with maturity and you're pretty mature. Mm-hmm. And that just comes from like you leading your team in high school mm-hmm. and, you know, just coming in and being like, cause you got lucky and you're seeing so many good talent go through our teams, mm-hmm. like all the older guys right now. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's what I want to do. And then there's some things that you don't, do you see that you're like, ah, oh, when everyone leaves, I don't want to bring that into the team. Mm-hmm. Like you're learning and you're like a sponge. And then just for the new guys that are coming in too, like our, our freshmen now, you're teaching them like, this is what happened to me. Like you just going through a redshirt year. There's kids right now that are going through the redshirt year and they're like, why do I have to do this? Mm-hmm. You know, it's time tedious, but mm-hmm. you never complain. Like no one ever saw you in the locker room. Like, Oh, why am I redshirt? Mm-hmm. Like you took it as a, not as a task, but as like a, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to waste my year. I'm going to, and I just, yeah, make everything I can to yeah, make benefit them up. There me. There you go. Coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it, everyone's time is going to come mm-hmm. and it's only a matter of time when it does mm-hmm. and 
like I said, you have what, like seven more years. <laughs> you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna. By the time I'm done with my graduate this year, I'm gonna be like, all right, bye. <laughs> yeah, I'll be sending you clips when you're, you yeah. know, twenty five. Can I get back on your podcast? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Zach, another yeah. episode, please. Come on, Ev, you gotta be on my podcast. It's a yeah. senior night. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll, we'll make a part two. Yeah, part two. Part two. Part two. Senior night. It's like mid court halftime. Mm-hmm. Halftime. I show. won't. I won't go in for the. You know the halftime talk. I'll just sit at half court and do an interview with you real quick. <laughs> yeah. So, how, Ev, how has your game been today? Yeah, so so uh, it's been decent. On the jumbotron, we got a good camera. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you're really into music. Yes. Or you know, and I'm the type of guy that says the joke of like, I don't like the music that our team plays. Of, I say it's like the killing music or. Mm-hmm. You know, I just joke around because mm-hmm. I don't really like that because I feel mm-hmm. like, man, why do I want to jump into a wall mm-hmm. of like, bro, or not like I want to go kill someone, but I'm like, why is this changing my mood? Uh-huh. Like, I'm usually the, like I was saying, I'm the happy person yeah, uh-huh. and I don't want to be like the person that's like, mm, like serious. Like, that's not how I either play my game or live my life mm-hmm. of like trying to jump through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a bullet for you, bro. Like, that's not me. So... Uh, you could tell them what music, because I, I can't say that word. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, country. Country. Yeah, go ahead. I, I do. Country. I do love Tennessee whiskey, though. I love country music. But I feel like that's, I feel like Tennessee whiskey is like a, okay. Too er, mainstream. Yeah. Too mainstream. Yeah. Everyone knows that song. Yeah, but Everybody then you have songs. That song. Like, if you connected to Ox, I'd be like, uh, turn this off. I think you'd like it. No, because I listened to one today. And soothing. I listened to one today, and I was like, I don't know. I think <laughs> someone putting me on, but then I had to turn it off because I was like, I'm "There's taking, no way." I'm taking Zach Bryan over SZA every day of the Bro, week. Don't, don't get excited. Every single day of the week. <laughs> My girlfriend still makes fun of me, but I don't know why I love SZA, dude. Dude, I don't love SZA. I love the song that she makes, but the song is so like girly. Can you sing it for me? Give me a second. Give me a minute. I can't say the next word because I'm have to click that 18 plus button. <laughs> <laughs> but dude that's such a good song and then bro, I can name the whole album SOS Kill Bill Seek and Destroy I think God but that's a good album because I listened to it on the plane today again yeah but a song that actually got me that's not killing is um Major Distribution dude Joe plays <laughs> like that every time Drake, huh? yeah Major Distribution <laughs> like that song is so it's a good song because it stuck the beat but once that beat starts is when I'm like yeah, what All about right. when they start like rapping? Do you like that part? I don't like or it. Or do you just like the first I love, like, 45 like, seconds? I love the first 45. Like, I love like slow, but not slow enough to be, I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. I like like Kid Cudi pop. You know, I like, like Kid Cudi. Kid, Kid Cudi's, Cudi's not going to make me want to go into a wall. It's going to mm-hmm. make me want to go into a ball. <laughs> you see what I mean? Like, that's what I'm talking about. Just start doing freestyles. Yeah, like, like forget the podcast. Yeah, we're going to start rapping. Freestyles with Zachary. God. Zachary's freestyle. I think I'd make it. Go. I think he would. I already have the mic, so. Yeah. Make it out of surprise, Arizona. Like one. What's Eminem song? See, like, I can't listen to Eminem. Like, I'm not that type of person. I'm not the type of person that lives in a trailer. <laughs> of, like, I'm trying to make it out. I'm not that guy. Yeah. I'm from the I suburbs. Think, I think you'd like Zach Bryan, then. Just Ever, for you, I'm going to start Ryan. listening. My uncle, or I'm not going to say my uncle, my Theo, which is uncle, listens to. A lot of country, mm-hmm. but he's the one that gets made fun of it for in our family, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna start doing it. I'll send you my country playlist: Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen, Brooks and Dunn. Okay, yeah, these are all the guys he listens to. A couple he's whis- done Whiskey Meyer songs. What's the place that you go to? What? What's that place that you go to? I was gonna say WrestleMania, but that's not. <laughs> even... <laughs> it's Country Thunder. Country Thunder. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's his favorite thing by far. Oh yeah. It'd be awesome, but and I said I'll go with him one time. But ticket tickets don't support a college budget. Yeah, it, it's especially why he just goes with him and his wife. Yeah, I or bet. Like the, uh, I bet they're expensive. Yeah, expensive. But it looks fun. Oh yeah, like it's just big music festival, bunch of country. So it's artists. like a Coachella, but for country. For country, yeah, pretty much. How's that go? Like, what up, brother? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, how does it go? <laughs> Like, I've never been to Coachella either, so... I, I listen to country, and I don't talk like that, Zach. Okay. That was a stereotype. No. That's a stereotype? <laughs> Dang it. But yeah, like, you and Colt, you guys are the country. We can get Billy in there. Oh, yeah. Billy's, oh, my Billy's God. Yeah, when Billy guy. showers, it's just straight country, and I'm Joe, like... Joe's starting to get in the country. Well, Joe's a weirdo. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> Joe's... Give it a chance. 
All right, send me your playlist. I will send and, you my playlist. And I'm going to listen to it. Because I listened to one today on the way to Spirit Life, and I was like... What song is it? I don't know. Because on the new Spotify app, I mean, on the new Spotify app, there's this new thing where you can blend you and someone that you like or love. Mm-hmm. So I sent it to my girl, and like four of it was country songs. So I was like, man, I'm not trying to get this kind of blend. So then one of them played, and I was like, oh my God, this is... Well, I'm not going to... Now I'm saying it. Did you like it? I liked it, but I don't know what it was, and I don't think I could play it because, yeah, I don't know. Is it not for the child's ears? No, like, I don't think I could play it, like... Mentally? No, going... through the thingy? Yeah, through the thing, and then... No, I get it. I could say it, though. I don't see it. It definitely played, and I was like... It was just the... It's just a different... You just know it's country. Lonely by... <laughs> what about Lonely by Justin Bieber? So long. That's a sad song, but... Not a... I had the Bieber fever when I was little. Not Dude, anymore. so did... My girlfriend's email is... Uh, Belieber. <laughs> so every time she like goes to like Tanger and stuff, and it's like, can I get an email? And she like looks at me and says... Believer, you know, I don't know if I should say it, but like Believer 12 or whatever. You're just, your girlfriend's going to yeah. get a lot of emails. And her password, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's the funniest thing because I'm like, gosh. Because I guess when we, first started, when we first started dating in like first grade, <laughs> in eighth grade. 23 years ago. Yeah, 23 years ago when we first started dating, she had a Justin Bieber poster. And her family made fun of her because when she first started like liking me, she took down the poster and put a poster of me. Oh, no, really? I'm just kidding. But like a fat head is yeah, a fat head. I'm like <laughs> a 12 year old body of me. That's weird. That is weird. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, she had to take the poster off because. But little does she know, I had a little Justin Bieber. In me. Yeah, everyone knows a couple songs. You yeah. know, baby, one less lonely girl. Like the, U- the YouTube video. Yeah, well, yeah, that's when he got famous, and mm-hmm. I was all over that. There's a couple good ones. So. Last question, and we can probably end it here. Um, what is something you wish that I had asked you or talked about? That you basically, I was telling Alex this, but basically, like, not to get ego, but something you want to tell the audience because basically you're asking me and then answering your own question. So, what's something you wish that I had asked you? <clears throat> and nothing weird, please. <laughs> <laughs> Man, look at that foot. <laughs> I honestly have no idea. I think uh, we, I I like what we covered. Like I think we covered like hobbies, basketball, kind of like my yep. journey growing up. A little bit about my family, like nothing. I don't really know. I told you like, I told you about. I learned some new that I regret. Yep. Like I, I wish I could go back and do some things over with like my dad and like coaching me in high school and stuff. But can I ask you a question? Of course. Let's go this route. All right, let's do it. Do you believe in aliens? <laughs> I don't know if you're like the most like woke. I'm really not. Yeah, the you're most, really like, not. Like, I, 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 I know you guys are like all yeah, about like conspiracy yeah. theories, and I'm kind yeah. of the one that just sits in the back and like listens. Yeah, you're like listening. And you're like, there's no way that's I real. Could, I could never throw in my own opinion about it. That's what I'm saying. There's would, just some people that just can't. I know it's like a theory, but oh, I don't think it's a theory. What? You're no, I'm saying, I'm saying like your guys' conspiracy uh, yeah, theories. Yeah. Like I, I have to just sit there and listen because I know if I throw in an idea, I'd yeah, be gonna... so wrong. Like, in, yeah. it would be embarrassing because I just... I. So do you? Don't know. You aliens? Don't... Oh, you don't know? Aliens? Aliens. And not Canadians, aliens. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what they call them. I think, I think there's a possibility that they're real. Thank you, Ev. I, that's all I, I need I really know. do. I, I think okay. there's a possibility. I feel like I've seen a UFO before. Oh, I've definitely seen a UFO. Oh, yeah, then, yeah. All right. We're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. I think, But it's kind of scary because, like, think about it. Would you want to see a UFO? Because then people would never believe you. You know what I mean? If there's a way to prove it. Like, if an alien walked in here right now and said, what's up, Evan? Right? And was, like, talking to you? Probably wouldn't be able to answer him. Yeah, that's true. I'd... Yeah, let's look at him. And he's like controlling. He's actually the producer. Yeah, he's sitting behind the GoPro right here. But you know what I mean? Like no one would believe you. No one. And then you would be, you would go crazy because yeah. everything that you thought was, was real is now like anything could be. Mm-hmm. Like someone was hiding it from you. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like. That's and I the think I thing. think it would make you go even more crazy that like everyone thinks you're lying. Yep. Like that, the fact that people yep. think you're a liar would drive you insane. Like all the stories of people seeing sightings and all that, and they're like. 
Bro, you're crazy. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Bigfoot? Bigfoot. I don't know. I want to. I believe in Bigfoot. I believe in giants back then. But Bigfoot? I would... Like, what, I what would Bigfoot even do? A big bear? A, a Bigfoot? Big, hairy, human-like creature? I want to believe, believe it because how did it even come about? Exactly. Like that... Stories like that? Stories and like... Mm-hmm. The hundreds of like, thousands of sightings and stuff that people have. Like, yeah. I believe in Bigfoot more than I do aliens. Have you ever seen, like, the Nelk Boys funny Bigfoot? Mm-mm. You I never used, seen that video? No. Have you ever watched Finding Bigfoot? Yeah, the Nelk Boys one? No. Oh, okay. Finding Bigfoot? Finding Bigfoot. It was on TV when I was growing up. Me and my dad would watch it every Sunday. They would go to, like, different you states. To big, you got to get a Bigfoot tag and go hunt for him? No, <laughs> not hunt. But when we would go camping together, we'd go walk around the forest and... Okay, yeah, you guys are crazy. I was going to ask you to, like, join you guys one time, but... I was a little kid. A, I wanted to find the big no, monster. No, dad's, dad's taking you around to find a big monster. Do you ask? Well, he probably, when I was growing up, <laughs> yeah. he was like, oh, it's not real. Like, he's... But what if it came oh, out? Okay. What would you guys have done if it, like, showed itself and was like, Mr. <laughs> Hansen, <laughs> have a cup of tea? I'd be like, like, I'd be like a deer in the headlights. Just, that's crazy. <laughs> Dad, do you see this? Yeah. This guy's humongous. I go to like tap on him. He's already down the hill. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Bye, son. Yeah. Veggie for dinner. Yeah. Well, I'm on my own. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I don't think I... No, I don't think I believe in Bigfoot. I'm more on the Bigfoot side than the alien side. So you believe in... Oh, okay. Bigfoot. Loch Ness Monster. Uh, do you believe in the big shark? What is it? Megalodon. Megalodon. Dude, I think so. At one point. Do you know we only discovered like 3% of the ocean? Yeah. That's the craziest thing. Crazy. So you're telling me when you're in that water in Alaska, there's something there's not even that you've discovered yet. Yeah. But I mean, because the pole can't go down that far. Mm -mm. But there's stuff down there. Oh, yeah. And I think that's where aliens are. In the center of the earth. Have you ever seen that movie? All the way in the ocean. Beginning to the journey of the center of the earth or something like that? Uh -uh. Never? Uh -uh. Never even heard of it. That was a good movie. I went home and, like, YouTube, like, how to get to the center of Earth, like, thinking I was going to get a flight and stuff. <laughs> like, be, like, the, nef- ne- next, the next Nathan Drake of Uncharted. A flight? Yeah, like, I was looking, I was telling my dad, like, he's going to be Dwayne Johnson taking me. Bermuda Triangle. Believe in that. Believe? Yeah. yeah. That's definitely. I swam it, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm in the middle of Bermuda Triangle, like, getting sucked in. <laughs> yeah, and you're still here today. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like that. I, yeah. I can get out of that. <laughs> yeah. Easily. I mean, who couldn't, right? But, yeah, Bermuda Triangle is scary. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, imagine fishing. Imagine flying in a plane over it. and Like, what happens to the fish that are under there? Like, are they just spinning continuously? <laughs> Bro, like, what is that? Actually, what is the Bermuda Triangle? Just a circle? I don't know. I have no idea. It's scary. They're hiding though. something. I know that might be I know where that the aliens happen. are. Maybe. Inside the Bermuda Triangle. You never know. There's a lot we don't know. There's a lot that we don't know. But what we do know is that we're here. Yeah. Thankful. 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 I think that's where we should stop it. Do you have anything else to say? Or Um, you want to get off? Thank you for having me. Mm, I appreciate it. Or thank you for taking the time to come on the podcast. Of course. And I hope that people watch to listen to your story or who already know your story, like your parents, and Mm -hmm. being like, Wow, he does really talk to talk about me. Yeah. So and see then, how much I've, you know, matured and grown. Yeah, maybe. they're like, okay, he's not the little kid that yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. And then like some old teammates that still haven't talked to you, mm-hmm. they'll get to know what you're doing, and I think that's a pretty special thing. And definitely life to know where someone else is at, mm-hmm. not like gossiping, but mm-hmm. just to know where Evan Hansen is mm-hmm. and all that. Do you want to like put your Instagram or anything out? Just so people, like, if someone likes you so much that, not not like that, not girls, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if someone likes your story, be like, I'm giving him a follow. Yeah, so it's uh, Evan underscore Hanson 22. 22. On Instagram. That's my birthday. Yeah. February 22nd. I wore 22 since fourth grade. Actually. That's not your number now, right? 30? No, 30 is my number 30. now. But I wore 22 fourth grade to senior year, and I used to ride dirt bikes. This mm. We'll finish after this story. But I used to ride dirt bikes, and Chad Reed was my favorite rider. He was yep. number 22, so I picked the number because of him. 
And when I went home and told my dad what number I picked, I was like, I picked 22. And my dad was like, no way. I was like, yeah. He's like, I was number 22. Yeah, in high school. I had school. no idea. And he was That's so number crazy. 22. So I ended up having the same numbers he did. And you did it all through like high school and all that? Never switched. Unless it was for travel ball. Because yeah. not every team had a 22. But You would wear 11. 11 or 2. <laughs> oh, so you'd like, you did double. I mean, you halved it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So Instagram at Evan underscore Hanson 22. Yes. And I think that's that's it. So if you made it this far, thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed uh, me, and Ev- me, and, me and episode. Me and Evan's episode, Evan Hanson. And follow this podcast Instagram at Zachary's underscore metamorphosis, where the E is a three and the two O's are zeros. Once again, at Zachary's underscore metamorphosis. And thank you for listening, and remember to always come back to the breath.